Welcome to this special edition of Voices from the Dales. This is Voices from the Dales Fell Runners, and what you can hear is the applause as children come through the finish line at the Hawkswick Dash. We're making this episode to mark a new exhibition at the Dales Countryside Museum in Hawes that's running from this summer, 2021, to the back end. I'm stood with two really important people for this exhibition and for fell running in the Dales. Can you introduce yourself? Rod Gillingham from Skipton. Been involved for, uh, well, since 1957. <laughs> and Roger's daughter, Victoria, who has put the exhibition together. So, Roger, can you set the scene for us? Where are we? We're at, we're at Hawkswick in glorious Lyttondale at the moment. Yeah, just, that's just offside of Upper Wharfdale, if you like. A real family atmosphere uh, from competitors under 9, under 12, under 14, under 17 and senior and parents and everybody having a good time and all-hearted effort. Can we start with the basics though? Fell running, what is a fell and why do people run on it? It's a hillside and it evolves from uh, way back in middle ages at some venues and uh, it were locals founding their own entertainment uh, using an annual event after the likes of uh, A-time or sheep shearing time or whatever uh, to all come together as a community and, and make use of what facilities they have. There were no level football field in those days and still isn't, but uh, a, neighboring, a race up a neighbouring hillside is part of the old Dales tradition for centuries. And this is one of how many races in the Yorkshire Dales each year? Well, one or two is off this year for Covid, John, mm. but by and large... There's about, I, I totted them up, there's about 40. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah in yeah. the Yorkshire Dales, yeah. yeah. Now, you're stood there in a, a knee brace, and at your foot there, there's a very large brown and cream megaphone. Yeah. Can you explain the significance of both? Well, megaphone sometimes, just for a bit more health and safety. Is it something also that uh, I've heard you're called the voice of sport? Is that right? Uh, a lot of people refer to me as Skipton's Mr Sport because I've been in other, involved in other sports in all. Will you give us a one-off commentary today for one of the races <laughs> as they come in? We might give an odd quip. Uh, well, well, thank you, Roger. We'll look forward to that. But you, you just need to explain your, your knee brace as well. Why are you wearing one of those? Well, and, uh, well I competed myself for 50 years, but it isn't just competing. It's all training you do. I mean, I lived on, I've grown up under Rumbles more and I trained up and down it. Um, maybe going up to Pinnacle uh, uh, about six times in one night on, on ill reps and all that sort of thing. And shoes have evolved. There's actually um, uh, an evolution of running shoes in shoes as part of the exhibition. So you can see that when Roger started out back in the uh, 60s, he was wearing the heavy leather fell boots and Roger's yeah. first pair of shoes is part of the exhibition. And then you can trace the evolution of shoes up to today's um, Walsh PBs and just see how you know that's improved and that will protect people when they're running more. <laughs> So, Victoria, clearly your father's uh, a keen fell runner. Is that why you also have brought this exhibition? Because you've had a life of fell running. Yeah, well, I, I did run when I was younger, when I was a child, because my whole childhood was basically spent, well, I, I, it's a joke, I would say, sort of stood in a field somewhere. Um, but pretty much throughout the summer, spring and summer, we were, we were all over the Lake District, Scotland, all over the Yorkshire Dales, fell races, shows... And that's just what I grew up knowing. I knew who the runners were. I knew who was who should win, who the competition would be between, who to keep your eye on. I found it really, really exciting. And you would literally be able to sort of tip up on the day for most races and run. You mentioned the stories of fell running. Uh, what have you uncovered as you've done your research? The Burnsell Classic is one of the kind of the premier events in the Yorkshire Dales. Uh, 
its iconic status comes from the fact that the legendary Ernest Dalzell won it in this amazing record-breaking time in 1910. Yeah, 1910, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so that record has actually remained unbeaten until 1977, unbroken until 1977, when Fred Reeves, another Lakeland legend, broke it. But in between times... Um, there was another amazing foul runner who they set up a special race in 1952, was it? 53. 53, there yeah. you go. And uh, that foul runner's name was Bill Teasdale. Um, Shepherd from Colbeck in North Lake, the under skidor basically. Yeah, and he contested um, Dalzell's record in 53, 1953 in a special race, and everyone expected Bill to break it, and he didn't. So, but part of the exhibition, you've got, you've got kind of We've got artefacts from Dalzell's time in Burnsell in 1910. We've got cuttings and all the sort of media furore about the fact that Bill didn't break the record. Why didn't he break it? We've got cuttings to do with that. And we've got the programme and, and the flyer from that race in 53. And then we've also got the programme so you can see the runners again in 1977 when Fred Reese broke it. That's just one example of how you sort of learn the stories of fell running through the exhibition. And we've got similar stories kind of set up for the Three Peaks race and um, the Great Lakeland Grasmere Guides race and also some of the other races that used to take place in the Ochdales landscape that, that aren't that don't happen anymore. Don't throw your sheepskin nose bags down all over the place. Because this farmer at farms is is Welsh, you'll be right. He's a very kindly character. He's also a bit venomous if things don't go right. So don't put any litter down whatsoever. I'll find a bag of someone. And look who I've found here. A record holder. Now then, will you introduce yourself? Yeah, um, my name's Mick Hawkins. I've ran for England on 27 occasions, or Great Britain 27 occasions. Um, I've always lived in the Yorkshire Dales. I'm from Grassington originally. I now live in a little village called Hawkswick, and this is where we're actually at at the moment with the, the Boffer Fell race from Hawkswick. Can you describe the terrain of a, of a fell for those who maybe haven't stepped foot on a fell even? What's it like? Oh, uh, they all vary a lot. Some, some of them are quite... Uh, grassy banks a bit like Hawkswick here is it's a bit like a just a, a steep track um, to, to the top however when you get to the top often they are very very steep coming down I mean unbelievably steep rocky you've got to you've got to watch your footing but you've got to let yourself go at the same time so so one like kilns kilns to crag race though is all limestone so it's all like uh, moving rocks all the time and you're slipping and sliding and um you just gotta watch yourself you mentioned kilnsey crag could you tell the story of your record there well what had happened was that i'd won I'd won the junior race two years two years in a row in 1977 and 1978 and I'd broken the record in 78 for the juniors which lasted until two, three years ago till young Joe Hudson um, from Malham actually broke it by half a second um, but the, the seniors what had happened was that I'd come second to Kenny Stewart two years in a row and I'd been really close to him in 1981 and, and Kenny had smashed Fred Reese's record. So when it came to 1982, I had one intention, and that was to win the race. And I practiced and practiced and practiced it, and got myself ready. I'd run Hebden the day before and run really well at Hebden. I knew I were in really, really good nick. And the adrenaline with Kilnsey's at that time, there were 18, 20,000 turning up to watch, and it was a bit like a mini Olympics. That um, the crowd, because I was local, all the crowd wanted me to win. 
saw you a bit like a local superstar and basically I set off like, because I was a really fast miler, I set off like a train and um, by the time I got to halfway up the fell I was already, I don't know, probably 150, 200 metres up on everybody. I got to the top in record time and, and I was always a good downhill runner so that that didn't worry me whatsoever but I just kicked in and um, when I got to the when I got to the road crossing back onto, into the field people were saying you're on for a record you're on for a record and I didn't really believe it but I just sprinted and um, and I, I actually smashed the record by another nine seconds so I ran 7.35 Is it sprinting all the time? Yeah, yeah it's more or less a, it, it's a bit like yeah it, it's a bit like a mile race in that you are running really fast from start to finish so you are running at around 4.20 miling for, for a fell race which is it's pretty nippy. And how proud are you that your record has stood for nearly 40 years? Oh, I'm unbelievably proud about that one, yeah. Yeah. Right, well, I've come to the start of the race line, and uh, there's a young man before me. What's your name? Uh, Tom. And what race are you racing in? Under 14. How have you prepared for today? I've trained in the past few weeks and warmed up today. And how are you feeling right now? Uh a bit nervous, a bit excited. Well, Tom, can I speak to you after the race to see how it goes? Are you going to win? Uh, probably not, but I'll try my best. Here he is. I think it's Tom in second place. He's bouncing along as he comes through the gate into the field. Describe the race for me there, Tom. Oh, very tiring. Uh, yeah, just very tiring and hard. So you, I saw you stop the button on your watch. What did you do it in? Uh, 11 minutes 34. And you came second. Congratulations. How does it feel? Feels nice, but obviously the race was very hard. Yeah, the bit at the top going up. And... If there are young people listening to this, what's to recommend about fell running? It's all about just enjoying it, really. It's just a lot of fun. And all around you, the other competitors are falling to the ground, catching their breath. Thank you very much, Tom. No problem. We'll come back to finish this episode with a snatch of commentary from Roger Ingham, Mr Sport. But for a moment, let's just leave this competitive atmosphere because fell running is a pursuit enjoyed across the dales, often alone or in small groups, including in Wensleydale. So we've come away from the Hawkswick Dash to a much quieter place, in the Northern Dales near Carpley Green. And two very brightly attired runners have approached me here, I'm slightly out of breath myself, uh, could you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Heather. Yeah, and I'm Brian Carlyle. Yeah. Now, Heather, we did arrange this before. It's not an accidental meeting. You do this frequently, don't you? How many times a week do you come out running? I like to get out five or six times a week. Um, sometimes four or five miles, sometimes a little bit longer. And I arrange it around what's going on at home. Sometimes it's nine o'clock at night, sometimes a bit early if I'm lucky. And how long have you been doing that for? 20 years, 25 years. 
Yeah, well, I used to run at uni, then I ran when I lived at the seaside. Then I moved to the Dales about 18 years ago, and I've just done it ever since. And you don't race. You come out on your own and here with Brian. So what's keeping you motivated to keep coming out? Because we still, don't we, Brian, we still find paths and tracks. There's a myriad around here of things to find. There's always something new. And it's just lovely being out. And I'm actually, um, I'm not even a fair weather runner. I love to be out in the winter and the crap weather and um, whatever, whatever gets chucked at us, we love it. Because tonight we've got the dogs of Carpley Green barking over there. We've got a lovely sunset to the west, of course, over a traditional hay meadow, still not cut early in July. And you are going to a, when you're not taking a selfie of me and thee, <laughs> you're going to a historical place. Where, where are you heading? We are. Tonight we're planning to on going up there. I won't say the name of it because we're not actually sure who it belongs to. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a Neolithic cairn. Um, that I've been interested in for a while. We have one on the other side of the valley over at Whitfield. So you run to interesting places? Yes, always interesting. There's always something to see and to think about and to look at, to talk about. You mentioned thinking. Uh, What sort of things do you think about on these runs? I think about what's for tea tomorrow. (laughs) I think about lesson planning for a few days' time. I think about things I've seen in the news. Um, It's just really good thinking time. I would say most of my runs are solo. I'm lucky to get out with people like Brian and some friends, but generally I've been running on my own, so it gives me good thinking time. But I have my podcast. I've always got my phone in here. I listen to Woman's Hour. I always have that on. It's actually very rarely silent because there's always dogs or birds or podcasts or people. Brian, a a word for you, please, and then I'll let you both go. Um, You are a little older, it looks to be. Mature. (laughs) Um, What what, uh, has brought you out, Feld Running? Uh, I've I've always jogged a little bit, never been particularly good, but uh, about six or seven years ago, I decided I was needed to get a lot fitter, and there's no better way than just going up and down the hills around here, Um, and I absolutely love it. Um, I used to play rugby, but you get injured every week. And I used to come home cross and usually with a hangover. Uh, whereas now going running, I come home happy every every day. How are we on the air? This is boys under 12, just been lined up to be counted. I don't know how many is here, it looks to be about 40. Only 40 set off and 39 come back. We know there's one missing. They're all jumping at the bit on the starting line. Clubby's lining them up to start them. Gangway clear! The call for gangway clear. Off the go. Give them a big cheer as they go out towards the Melling Road. 